Happy Thursday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk, we're going to preview Arizona basketball, going to give you my predictions on that, and we're going to talk some recruiting here. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats, your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show, but first we're going to talk about Arizona looking to get back on the winning side against the Mountain Schools. Now, um, every a lot of people are rightfully upset. Well, not rightfully, but a lot of people are upset that Arizona seems to play really, really well against competition or against uh, higher level competition, and then seems to struggle a little bit against tougher uh, against uh, worse competition. But you know what? That's just kind of the way that uh, it's just kind of the way things are. Um, but Arizona has also showed that they bounce back and that they avenge losses pretty well. I mean, you could just look at the case where look at uh, Arizona, look at Oregon, for example. Arizona went up to Eugene and got absolutely hammered by Oregon, and then Oregon came back to McHale and got absolutely destroyed. Arizona lost at home to Washington State, went up there, took care of that one as well. So. Uh, again, Arizona's got a track record of avenging losses. I would expect Arizona to sweep both of these schools. But like we've talked about a million times, Arizona's margin for error isn't what it was last year. Remember, last year when you had Ben Matherin, Dalen Terry, Christian Coloco, those guys covered up a lot of issues right there. With Christian Coloco, you always knew you had shot blocking on the back end. With Ben Matherin, you had that explosive score that could get you 30 on any given night. And then you had Dalen Terry that was kind of that jack of all trades. All those guys were plus level athletes. You lost all those players, so it's different now. Um, and again, you replaced them with capable players, but not stars like some of those guys were. Now, with Arizona, there's a couple things that you got to look at, though, against the Mount Schools. First, the most important thing is getting Azulis Tabellas back, uh, back on track. I don't envision that this will be any problem at all, mainly because Azulis has um, Azulis has just played very, very well this year, and he hasn't had back-to-back bad games. As a matter of fact, I don't know that he's had any games like that, to be honest. So I expect Azulis Tabellas to step back and to be and to perform very, very well um, this coming week. Then Umar Ballo, kind of the same boat right there. Need Umar to. Um, you need Umar to uh, basically kind of get back into it, get back into the mode where he was, where he was essentially destroying people out there and just pushing people around. Um, if he can do that, then Arizona is always going to have a uh, Arizona is always going to have a chance against uh, pretty much anybody. Now, then on the perimeter, then um, we're kind of at the point now with Kirk Creesa, I think, where it's safe to say that he is not uh, he's not going to ever be a great shooter but I'd like to see him get back on uh, I'd like to see him get back on path uh, to a certain extent where he is um, he's getting your seven or eight assists and he's continued to do that so we got to give him a lot of props there but not only do you get the seven or eight assists you also get uh, 13 points on a little bit more effective shooting that's where I would like to see uh, Kirk Carissa get at um, but the other thing, 
Courtney Ramey would love, would love to see Courtney Ramey get to the point where, you know, every single game he's getting you 18, 19 points per game. I and honestly, I think that that's more than, I think he's more than capable of that. Um, we've seen that when he gets go, like I said, when he gets going, he could score. And I think the one thing that Arizona fans maybe aren't uh, putting uh, enough value on is where uh, um, Courtney Ramey, yes, he's a great shooter, but I would love, I mean, love to see him start to get to the basket a little bit more because you watch Pella Larson, you watch Kirk Creesa. These are never guys that are going to have next level. Um, these are never guys that are going to have next level athlete or uh, ball handling to them to where they're going to be able to get to the basket to where they're going to be able to cause, you know, stress in the lane. That's just not how they're equipped. That's just not what, how they're built. But Courtney Ramey is a little bit different right there. And again, I don't want to make Courtney Ramey out like he's Damon Stoudemire. I'm not saying that at all, but he's also a guy that, again, when he gets uh, he's when he gets into the paint, he can cause some issues. I would like to see him continue to – I'd like to see him do a little bit more than what he's doing right now. Um, but again, that's up to Tommy Lloyd. Tommy Lloyd obviously knows what he's talking about, and uh, I'm going to – I'll give Tommy Lloyd – the benefit of the doubt. And then before we get into a little bit of recruiting, Kylan Boswell, just continue to uh, just continue to go with uh, with what you're uh, with what you're doing out there. Boswell has been absolutely fantastic. Um, when Tommy Lloyd said before the year that he thought that he could be one of the best guards to ever come through Arizona, I'll be honest with you, I uh, I scoffed a little bit, mainly because you know. When you live Damon Stoudemire, when you live Mike Bibby, when you live Jason Terry, you're you're definitely you know you, to put guys into that category when there hasn't been anybody that's come through since then. That's uh, that's tough, but Boswell can play. I mean, you can just tell that there's a lot to like about Boswell, and so again, we'll continue to uh, follow that one. But I expect Arizona to sweep both these schools. Um, if we if they don't sweep, then Arizona's probably not as good as maybe we've I've given them credit for because they're going to have they they should have the full attention. Tommy Lloyd should have the full attention of his team right here going against uh, a team that beat him. Quite frankly, and you need to get back on the right foot because again, you just lost to Stanford, you lost to Utah earlier in the year. You have every reason to go into this game. You have every reason to go into this game and feel that all right. We got to be able to win this because we got to get back on the right. We got to get right um, back on the right to foot, and we got to make. Uh, you know, we got to continue to push for that number one seed. I think that that number one seed is still a possibility. I know a lot of people out there are saying that. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, "Well, you know, uh, is it really still out there?" It is still out there. Um, the main the main reason why is because everybody in college basketball is dropping games right now. I mean, we've talked about it. The vaunted Purdue from the great, uh, um, you know, from the great big 10 conference has lost two of three and uh, you know, Kansas and earlier in the year lost three. Now, granted, those were the awesome teams. So I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to give a ton of kudos to that or a ton of uh, credence uh, negatively to that, but everybody's, Drop some games, and everybody's got some flaws. You got Purdue's in the Big Ten. That's a flaw, in my opinion. Then you've got uh, 
you've got Houston that struggles to score at times. Then you've got uh, um, Alabama, which is incredibly young. So all these teams are dealing with some issues right here. Arizona is not unique in that regard. And that's why I think people just need to look at it and say, okay, you know, Arizona could drop some games, but at the same time, Arizona can also beat anybody in the country. And that to me is the key. When you're going into the NCAA tournament, yes, if you can if you can lose to a lot of teams, then you could probably get dropped early. But the one thing that we've seen from the University of Arizona is that They've stepped up their game against really good teams. And I expect that to continue, to be honest with you. Um, we've talked about it a great deal, but I could see this team making the second or the or I could see this team getting bounced in the second round, or I could see this team making it to the uh making it to the final four. Um, neither one would really neither one would really surprise me, to be honest with you. So again, Arizona's still big picture, everybody. Arizona's 24 and 4. Come on. Arizona's 24 and 4 with five top 25 wins. You beat Indiana, you beat Tennessee, you beat UCLA, you beat San Diego State, you beat Creighton. Those are all awesome wins for the Cats. And again, and those are those are losses or excuse me, those are wins that not many people in the country I think can really look at and say that uh, um, you know, we have something similar to that because quite frankly they probably don't. Again, big time wins for Arizona. I am not worried. All right, now let's talk a little bit of uh, let's talk a little bit of a uh, of recruiting, but for, uh, but first, FanDuel. All right, here's the deal, with FanDuel. You can make every moment more. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. You can put down five bucks and you get up to one hundred and fifty dollars in free plays. This is the time of the year that you want to be. This is the time of the year that you want to bet on. This is the time of the year. Football's over. And you know what? It's not as fun a season for some people. That's why you've got it. That's why it's even funner or more enjoyable. Not funner, not a word. That's why it's even more enjoyable to put some money down on a game that um, that you might not have any interest in. So you got basketball, then you got baseball right around the corner. You just got to keep that one going. But again, FanDuel, check it out. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Great stuff going on there. All right, we'll be right back with you. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball recruiting. <coughs> March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, time to talk a little bit of Arizona basketball recruiting right here. First guy that first guy up is Jamari Phillips. We've talked about him, but again, we're going to talk about him again. Jamari Phillips, five-star kid out of California. Very, very uh, good player. Probably a two-year dude. And I don't know that anybody that's following Arizona isn't okay with having two-year players. Um, you know, we've definitely had our fair share of one-year guys. Um but then after that, I would expect, and again, things can change, uh, but I would expect Arizona to get a, uh, a commitment from Carter Bryant. 
Carter Bryant's one of the best players in the entire country uh, in the 2024 class. He's a guy that Arizona has been on for a long time. And I think he's one of he's been one of Tommy Lloyd's priority recruits for the longest of time. He's about six foot eight. And as we talked about before, he got a little bit of a Jason Tatum game to him. Not going to say that he's Jason Tatum. That's not what I'm saying. But he's a pretty good athlete. Um, not a great athlete, but a pretty good athlete. Can get to where he needs to get on the court. Pull up game, long range. Can do a lot of that, a lot of different stuff like that. He is. Um, um, he's a guy that could be a one and done, very, very good player. The kind of guy that you want on your team and the kind of guy that I think you want going forward. Um, I would expect him to commit to Arizona sooner than later. Now, again, sometimes things can change. I, you know, it, uh, recruiting is very, very fluid, but right now I would say that, um, Arizona is in the leaders, uh, leader leadership for him. How about that? All right. Then you got to Don Thomas, um, to Don Thomas, just so everybody knows, point guard out of a UNLV, and uh, he is uh, – uh, well, his father, uh, Dedon Thomas Sr., was, is the all-time assist leader in UNLV history. He was kind of an interesting guy because uh, he tra- uh, he went through three different coaches during his time, the end of the Tark regime. Then you had Rolly Massimino come in, and you had uh, – like I said, you had a lot of uh, – um, a lot of – turnover there but he still lives in vegas his kid plays in vegas and his kid's very good got to see him this past summer what i think you know what it, what you like about him is that um the don jr is a little undersized but he and probably not a great nba prospect i think he plays in the nba but probably not a great nba prospect but he uh <coughs> he fits right in with that multi-guard or that multi-year player that I think Tommy Lloyd is looking for. Um, as far as a player comparison, he's a lefty, little undersized, doesn't have Damon's range or anything, but kind of plays a little bit like that fast, but also can be herky-jerky. Um, again, there's a lot to like about his game. If uh, Arizona could get him, you would feel very, very good about that that lead guard position for the next three, four, or five years. Granted, right now you got uh, Kylan Boswell, but I think you'd like to get some more players out there as well. And if you can get some more guys in there, then you're really, I think, feeling comfortable about where you're at. Um, <coughs> now, with uh, uh, then you got Zoom Diallo. Zoom Diallo, another player that um, while he is uh, – I don't envision him coming to Arizona. Again, I could be totally wrong on this, but he's a different level of player than uh, Dedon Thomas in that he looks more like your typical guy that Kentucky generally gets. He's about six foot three, six foot four, something like that. Very, very good athlete. Um, not only a very good athlete, but a guy who um, is just physically able to kind of just take over at points. Um, he's quite, like I said, he's quite impressive. Um, I don't think that Arizona gets him. I would love to be wrong on that one, though. But those are your two point guard prospects right there. There aren't a ton of other names that are uh, there aren't a ton of other names that are uh, in the equation but as those names do come through we will continue to uh, we will continue to talk about them and talk about those names okay now going to take a quick little break right here and then and then we're going to talk about uh, the offseason storylines for Arizona football. 
Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now it's time to talk a little bit of Arizona football. Now, the over-under is generally uh, – over-under is probably going to be about five and a half wins for the Cats. I love the over. Take the over. Take the over every single day of the week. I'm a big fan of the over for a variety of reasons. First and foremost, you've got a uh, – first and foremost – um, Arizona is going to be underrated again. I just think that I uh, just think that that's going to be kind of the way it is. Arizona is going to be underrated again. Um, but you look at the key positions that you want, and not only are they uh, not only the key positions you want, but the one thing that I think a lot of people uh, look past is the quarterback. Now, at the quarterback position, you want to have next level type players. You know, I'm not really. Uh, not really saying anything right there that isn't true. You want to have next level type players. Um, Arizona's got three really good uh, th- options, and honestly, I think that this is, um, I think this is about as good a quarterback room as I've seen at the University of Arizona in quite a while, just from a, a depth perspective. So again, I'm going to go over on those six wins or that five point five wins, but a big, big part of it is. What are you going to do on the defensive side? We talked with our good friend, William Brad Alice, and Brad said that um, um, his biggest concern of the pass rush and the uh, and the secondary. So let's talk about it. Pass rush, I, I agree with him. I think that there's uh, there's some real questions about where that pass rush, uh, where that pass rush is going to uh, come from because there's not a lot of quick, there's not a lot of quick twitch guys on this team. There's not a lot of guys that can bend off the corner can um, uh, can uh, bend off the corner and get to their guy. Deuce Davis is one of those guys. Deuce Davis is the guy who I think um, if he can continue to get bigger and they've uh, thrown out some videos of him, he looks absolutely fantastic right now. If they could throw out some uh, – um, uh, put a little bit of weight on him, I think he's going to be really good. But after that, I don't exactly know – where that guy is going to be coming from because you've got some, you know, you've got some aspects that's, that are very intriguing, to be honest with you. You've got, um, you know, you've got, you bring in big Bill Norton, you got Kangaika, you got Uyagale, <clears throat> excuse me, you got Uyagalele. So you're good on those, you're good on those fronts. You got some, you got some dudes up there, but I don't know that any of those guys are pass rushers. And I think that's a little bit of the concern right there that, there are no, there's no real pass rushers up there. And so um, you're going to might have to manufacture a pass rush there. We'll see it, but I expect them to be better this coming year. Now on the secondary, secondary is fascinating because I, I like price sock. I like Takario Davis. I think that there's going, I think that all of those guys, or I think that both those guys are kind of your new wave big or your new wave player right there that they're about, you know they're about six. They're about six two, six three, something like that, and they can both. They can all move, but I think the one question is: is what can they? You know what? What is the? What's their upside right there? Can they continue to improve? I think either nickel. You got Trey and Stoops, who I like a great deal, but then after that, you got to look at the safety spot, and I think at the safety spot, that's where I'd like to see him go young. I'd love to see Isaiah Taylor, who I think is going to start, and then I'd love to see Genesis Smith, kid out of Chandler, 
get some run as well. Both those guys, I think, are going to be are going to be players here. And I think between DJ Warnell and Gunnar Maldonado, one of those two should be a solid enough guy. So I'm okay with the secondary. I really am. But I do worry about outside of Deuce Davis, who's going to be that quick twitch pass rusher. And I guess we'll find that one out. All right. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats. We'll have everything you need to know about Arizona's win tonight and everything else. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats.